Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, for Tyre Power, great race sale now on. Get into your local independently owned Tyre Power today. He made the fastest hundred. Um, when, I, when I saw it, I didn't actually see it live, but when I saw what happened, 13 sixes, 29 balls, you get to 100. He's been a rare talent for a long while, debut at 17 at first class level when he joins now. Jake, welcome and congratulations. Hey, lad. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's an amazing knock. I mean, yeah, we know you can hit a long ball on that, but and some days everything goes right, but not in your wildest dreams you'd expect to make 100 off 29 balls. What was your mindset actually going into bat? Yeah, well, my mindset was just sort of go go out there, watch the ball as hard as you can, and, and go out there with some good intent. Um, and that's been the same sort of mindset that I've had in the past few games and it, it hasn't really came off and I guess everything just sort of clicked um, yesterday. So, yeah, it was it was good to get that nice individual milestone um, yeah. this early in the season. So, Jake, uh, Tasmania 9 for 435. So, as mentioned, when you come out of bat, obviously in every game you play you think you're a chance to win. What's, what's the realistic mindset? Are we actually going to chase down 436 runs today? Well, we actually came off. Like, you come off looking at the scoreboard and you're like, wow, that's a massive score. <laughs> but then, like, we sort of go into, like, the details of it in the rooms and, like, where we want to be at certain stages in the game. And if we're there, we've got a, we've got a good sniff. Yep. Um, so, yeah, obviously I was just going out there with... You, well, my job's pretty much already panned out for me. I've got to go out and try and smack them because we're chasing 435, but... Um, yeah, so just go out there with some good intent and, and try and get us to... We're meant to be at 240 at 30 overs and we thought we could we could be a sniff those last 20 overs get 10. Um, but, yeah, we're a bit ahead of that. Um, and, yeah, just a bit unlucky that we couldn't get the win. Yeah, not wrong. You definitely were a bit ahead of that. You were none for 172 off 11.4 overs. So 70 <laughs> deliveries. You, you had 172 on the board. At that stage, you must have been thinking, we are in the driver's seat right now. Yeah, definitely. I thought we were going to cruise because we we'll we get... What do we need? I think we needed six and a half and over. Gee. Um, and we were thinking, wow, never like we'd think we'd get that to sixes chasing 430. Um, but yeah, we just sort of bottled it a bit in the end, which is, which is a bit unlucky. And I'm still sort of hunting that first win for South Australia. But um, I'm hoping next week for the Shield we can get that done. You took a liking to Billy Stanlake's bowling, did you, Jake? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I was trying to take a liking to most of them, to be <laughs> fair. I had to, I had to sort of try and hit every single one of them. So, so yeah, it was nothing, nothing personally against him at all. I, I can't see that record being broken for a long, long while. Fantastic there. Jake, I followed your career as a young 17-year-old. You burst onto the scene and uh, you look stylish. You look classy. You've played for Australia under-19s and that. What do you reckon has been... You're still only a young man, 21, and we know you've got enormous talent. What's held you back a bit, do you think? What have you needed to improve 
because you have had some good starts and perhaps not gone on when you've got those starts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm pretty sure I averaged 30 in, in the list day and I've only made 150 before yesterday. So, yeah, you're, you're not wrong about that. I just think it's a massive mindset thing for me, just getting a, a process that I could trust. And I worked really hard on that over the off-season with, with a few of my coaches um, in, in Melbourne and, and also with a few of the, um, the batting coaches at Saka. And, and what, what we've done is we've created a nice little um, process that I can fall back on and trust it 100%. And, and yeah, it, it's working for me quite nicely at the moment. I remember you walking out as a young man, a bit of a swagger about and you, and you took a liking to the bowling. Have you always played that attacking style ever since you've been a young, young man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, I've always sort of liked to move the game forward and, and, and not let any bowlers sort of settle into, into a line or a length. So um, I feel like I'm, I'm a more of a chance to score more runs if, if I can put more pressure on them. So, yeah, that's how I see it. It's a, it's a good question you asked, Woods, because I was just looking at the first Sheffield Chill game and exactly that. You came out and you made 37 off just 23 deliveries in the first innings and 29 off 20 in the second inning. So I guess, Jake, for you with the Sheffield Shield and the one-day format, and we'll get to the 2020, how much is it training each format, the white ball compared to the red ball cricket? Yeah, I, I, it's pretty quick, um, like the changeovers between games. I know we had like maybe one or two days rest in between the Shield and, and the one-day game. What, how I sort of train is, is obviously going to be different to every other player, but I just keep everything the exact same and, and just the tempo just goes up a bit more. So that's the tempo of my swing and, and the tempo of my shots just goes up to maybe like 85% instead of 60%. I think it'd be great to, it's great to have you here in South Australia. Having Dizzy Gillespie, Jason Gillespie, Ryan Harrison, that too, both calming sort of figures. They've both been there at the top level. How, how good's that been for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dizzy's been absolutely amazing with my, um, with my move. From, from Victoria to here, it's, it's he's just been one of the one of the best people to have around your camp. Just everything's very calm, and and he gets along with everyone very well. And he's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. So, yeah, he he's been huge in in my move, and he's making me feel very comfortable. And Jake, uh, Victoria see us as a poor relation, but SA is not a bad spot, is it really? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I absolutely love it in in SA. To be fair, I'm loving my time over here and. And hopefully I can spend, spend some serious years over here playing cricket for South Australia. You'd be finding the traffic a bit easier to get around too, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely be driving 45 minutes to get to the junction instead of <laughs> eight minutes to get to Adelaide Oval, which is good. Well, we might have to get you over here for the strikers in the future, but the Renegades opportunity, that's been uh, a really good one for you and you'll obviously be back with them again in this Big Bash season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just... Trying to, looking looking to get some some decent scores away for for the Renegades. Um, been with them for five seasons now, so trying to put um a bit more of the the faith they've given to me in them, and and hopefully I can get a few scores away and, and we can go a few steps further this year. So, amongst the change room, have you spoken with? And it doesn't does it come up much with the bowlers that your next game's New South Wales at, uh, at the Adelaide Oval, so you're away from Karen Rolton over, which I'm sure. Guys like Wes Agar and Henry Thornton, who went at more than eight and over on the weekend in the one day, they'd be much happier bowling at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I can tell you that for a fact, that they're going to be licking their lips when, when they're going to Adelaide Oval. It's just a, it's a different 
different sort of game when you play at Adelaide Oval compared to Karen Rotten, I think. But um, but the drop-in wicket at Karen Rotten was very similar to um, to Adelaide Oval because obviously I think they they took it from that square. So the pitch will play pretty similar, but it's just the um. The dimensions of the field is going to be a lot different. Other great thing about your game, you're a wonderful fielder. Where did, where did that come from? You've pulled off some amazing catches. You, you obviously enjoy your fielding, but uh, has that always been a strength for you as well? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always sort of liked to think of myself as, as a decent fielder. And then when I saw um, Maka Harvey and things like that in Victoria, the way he goes about his fielding, the way he trains and everything like that, really made me want to step up sort of how I go about it. So him and, him and I used to just do heaps of fielding in training and, and things like that and have these competitions. And, and now we're trying to just battle each other off for who we think is the best fielder. Personally, I think I am, but he, he thinks he is as well. So it's, it's, it's a nice battle. Nah, back yourself in, Jake. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, have you caught much of the World Cup over in India? You must have been very uh, pleased with the way you go about it in comparison to how South Africa kicked off their tournament and even India last night against Australia. Yeah, I actually haven't, um, haven't looked many uh, at all at the, uh, at the World Cup, to be fair. I, I didn't even know what the scores were before you <laughs> said it, before on the call. So, um no, I'm, I'm hoping the Aussies can bounce back. Uh, I did have a look at the wicket, actually. I saw it on an Instagram post that it looked pretty bad. So I, I was wondering why we only got around 200 or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully the boys can bounce back and, and bring home some silverware. Now, Jake, we, we read the story. You well, you got bitten by a monkey playing under-19s for Australia. How did that come about? And uh, I mean, how painful was it? How serious was it? I got scratched. I got scratched in the face by a monkey um, in South Africa at a nature reserve. Yeah, we were just feeding it, and um, he ate all the food that was in my hands. And might have got a bit too close to the cage, and he just got me in the eye. So, yeah, I had to go home for some treatment. Um, ended my World Cup campaign pretty short, but um, yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed that I couldn't finish out the tournament. Well, Jake, an amazing innings, and congratulations, young man. And as Dan said, if you get the 23 or 37 or whatever, that, that's that's a third of the way to 100, and you've done the hard work. Just uh, just start again. I reckon some big scores are just around the corner for you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you guys having me on. <laughs> no, thanks, Jake. Jake Fraser-McGurk, just repeating, he made 100 off 29 balls, just uh, 13 sixes, Dan. 10 boundaries, 13 sixes. So there weren't many zeros, ones, twos or threes in there. Not only blocked any straight back the bowler, did he? <laughs> I, I suppose you get in that mindset, every ball's gone over the well, fence. you're chasing 435, yeah. you think, we're not going to win. So I might as well just swing and see what happens. And he and he played some great cricket shots in that too. Now one for 215, I thought this is game over for South Australia, but it wasn't to be.